if you want to avoid all the sickness this winter, the snotty noses, the coughs, the colds, the sleepless nights, the fevers, the Panadol and the antibiotics, the ear infections, the grumpy, tired kids, the days off work and school and childcare, are all those memories of last winter coming back? I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be that way this winter. I have a free online masterclass, three simple ways to boost your kids' immunity to avoid a winter full of sickness. It's on demand, meaning you can register and watch it straight away or watch it at a time that is convenient for you. Head on over to naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune and you will be able to sign up. In the masterclass, I am covering our natural, simple and effective approach to avoiding winter infections, how to boost your family's immunity with our proven three-step naturopathic strategy that is really easy for you to implement as a busy mum. We're going to talk about the immune depleters that you need to avoid so you're not wasting time and money building up your kids' immunity that is just being depleted by these common foods and environmental factors. I am sharing heaps of practical tips. I promise it will be an hour well spent. You can register again at naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune. I can't wait to hear how you find it and to give you the tips to make this winter healthier. Welcome to the Natural Super Kids podcast, where you will discover practical strategies to inspire you to boost the health and nutrition of your kids. I'm Jessica Donovan, a qualified naturopath specializing in kids' health, and I want to make it as easy as possible for you to raise healthy and happy kids. Let's get into it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Natural Super Kids podcast. I'm so happy to have you join me for this episode all about ear infections today. Now, ear infections are so common during winter, so I want to give you some really good sort of solid advice as to what we can do to prevent ear infections in our children and also to treat ear infections in our children as well. So ear infections are the number one reason that children are prescribed antibiotics. But, and I'm so glad that the advice here is changing because the research shows that antibiotics are often ineffective for ear infections because most ear infections are viral in nature, which means the antibiotics that work to combat bacterial infection won't make any difference. And even if an ear infection is a bacterial infection, it's been found that ear infections will usually self-resolve. So most of the time, it is not necessary to use antibiotics. And I think, you know, medical practitioners and um, GPs, general practitioners have come a long way on this 
in the last couple of years. Um, you know, and, and the standard is the Australian guideline actually recommends against the immediate use of antibiotics with ear infections. But it has taken, um, you know, medical practitioners a bit of time to catch up um, in terms of the advice that they give daily to parents who are visiting their offices with kids with ear infections. And look, this is important because, you know, yes, antibiotics definitely have their place. And I've said this before, I'm grateful to be a parent in this day and age where we do have access to antibiotics if and when necessary. But antibiotics definitely have a lot of downsides as well. One of the big ones being that they are killing the good bacteria within the gut microbiome of our children. And this, you know, can really impair immunity long term. So we definitely want to be careful um, when, you know, when deciding whether to use antibiotics or not when it comes to our children. And as a, you know, naturopathic um, practitioner, what we see often here at Natural Super Kids is kids that are on what we call the antibiotic cycle. You know, so they, they get prescribed antibiotics and they take antibiotics for an infection, sometimes warranted, sometimes not. Um, and those antibiotics, you know, do negatively affect the gut microbiome, which negatively affects the strength of the immune system. So then they end up with another infection on another course of antibiotics. And so that cycle goes. So we really want to, um, yes, use antibiotics if and when necessary. But when it comes to ear infections, as I said, the Australian guidelines um, recommend against the immediate use of antibiotics with ear infections. It's best to sit back and observe. Um, but in the meantime, there are certainly things that we can do as parents to increase our child's chance of being able to fight off, you know, the, the bacteria or the virus that is causing the ear infection. Another really common management strategy for ear infections if they're recurrent, um, is grommets. So grommets are effective at, at helping to drain fluid from the middle ear, but they are essentially a Band-Aid solution. Yes, they can make a big difference in some kids, um, but the fluid is there because of inflammation and a reactive immune system. So draining it, yes, will prevent infection while the grommets are, you know, are, are inserted in the ear. But they won't address the underlying cause of the infection, and we're going to be talking a bit about that today. And I feel like this has been a, a you know a pattern in terms of the um, the topics we've been talking about recently. It's like what can we do to dig a bit deeper and get to the underlying cause of things like ear infections, or over the last couple of weeks we've been talking about enlarged tonsils and adenoids. So let's have a little talk about some of the common causes of ear infections particularly when it comes to children who are prone to ear infections and those kids that just get recurrent ear infections. Um, so the first one that I want you to, to be aware of is food allergies and sensitivities. So research has shown that up to 78% of children who experience recurrent ear infections have a food allergy or sensitivity. 78%. So this is 
a really important piece of information to know if your child is having recurrent ear infections. And I'll make sure there's a link to that research in the show notes. And the most common food intolerance that can contribute to ear infections is... It's dairy, of course. (laughs) Oh, it's like whenever someone comes to me... um, talking about ear infections, I'm immediately thinking, is there a problem with dairy in this child? And of course, we're looking for, you know, other red flags, how the digestive system is functioning, if there's any gut symptoms, um, you know, if there's any other things in that child's health history or current health picture that gives us some clues as to whether dairy is a problem. So other intolerances can be involved, though, things like gluten intolerance, egg allergy or intolerance, citrus, um, but dairy is definitely the number one culprit. So if you do have a child with recurrent ear infection issues, think about cutting out dairy and see if that makes a difference. Of course, ultimately, um, you do want to be working with a practitioner to make sure that you are eliminating dairy fully and also still meeting your child's nutritional needs. For example, dairy, as we know, is a really good source of calcium, but you can still get enough dairy enough calcium without consuming dairy. So this is where a practitioner can really help. Look, if it's for the short term, you know, it's probably not too much of an issue. But if you need to keep your child off dairy for the long term, then you definitely want to make sure that they're getting enough calcium through food and maybe, um, you know, supplements are warranted here. So uh, a practitioner can really help you to make sure nutritional needs are being met when excluding foods from the diet. And it's always really important to think about long term, how can we help this child tolerate dairy again? Um, You know, and so a practitioner can help with that as opposed to let's just cut out dairy, the ear infection problem's gone, but, um, you know, it's not potentially that easy to keep kids off dairy long term. So we can certainly help with those kinds of Um, you know, problems and and navigating that here at Natural Super Kids via our convenient online um, bookings for appointments with our naturopath or nutritionist. So there is the, you know, food allergies and sensitivities. When we're talking about common causes of recurrent ear infections in children and even the one-off ear infection um, in a child, the next thing I want to talk about is vitamin D. Vitamin D deficiency is really common in kids that that are that are getting ear infections. And even in Australia where it's, you know, sunny in a lot of places most of the year, vitamin D deficiency is still a big problem in adults and kids. This is partly because many kids don't don't play outside enough. So they're not exposed to the sunshine, which is our main sort of source of vitamin D. The immune system needs vitamin D to function properly and without enough vitamin D, it basically it can't protect against viruses and bacteria properly. So in kids that are vitamin D deficient, we'll see more of these infections like ear infections. So, um, you know, we can also get vitamin D through food sources uh, and, you know, 
the putting all of that together can be quite tricky. So making sure your your child is getting adequate sunlight exposure, particularly in the winter months where it gets a bit more tricky, try and encourage kids to be outside in the midday sun, um, you know, rolling up their sleeves, taking off hats um, if it's, you know, if it's warranted, if it's, if it's not too sunny to try and maximize that vitamin D exposure, um, you know, and sunscreen we need to understand does impact the amount of vitamin D um, that a child will be kind of getting from the sun. So uh, if you're, you know, really um, big on sunscreen and even applying it in the middle of winter, you might want to think that. And my sort of general rule is if the UV index is under three, then you might want to think about, you know, rethink whether sunscreen is necessary. That's my rule with my 15-year-old who's out and about on his bike a lot, you know, he he leaves home early and isn't getting back until later. Uh, this is what I, I'm um, always reminding him. Check the UV index. If it's under three, you probably don't need sunscreen. If it's over three, you need to put sunscreen on before you go out today. So it's a good little, um, you know, a, a good little guide as to whether sunscreen is necessary. So the last cause, common cause of ear infections that I want to talk about is impaired immunity. So there are many nutrients to consider that are important when it comes to our kids' immune system. Um, Things like vitamin C, vitamin A, zinc, and there's so many more that power our kids' immune systems. The problem is a lot of our kids are lacking in these important micronutrients that power their immune systems. And that will mean they will have a higher risk of developing an infection, including an ear infection. So remember that ear infections are usually a secondary infection that comes after a viral infection. So a child's had a cold or a flu and they then get an ear infection. You don't catch an ear infection from another child. Um, It's a secondary infection. So the first infection, you know, blocks up the nasal passages and the ears, leaving them vulnerable to infection. So using immune boosting strategies, whenever your child has a cough or a cold or um, the flu will reduce the chances of it developing into an ear infection. So we want to support that immune system as best we can. And a little uh, free resource that I want to mention here is our Foods to Boost Immunity Cheat Sheet. It's always a great idea to start with food, right, as opposed to going straight to supplements. And so if you download this really handy cheat sheet that we have, you can stick it on your fridge and Um, really focus on getting more of these immune powering foods into your family's diet, particularly over the winter months. We want to power that immune system. You know, the immune system is powered by nutrients. And if our kids are lacking in those nutrients in their diet, then they are going to be more susceptible to infections, including ear infections. Now, before we move on to my recommendations when it comes to natural treatments for ear infections. I just wanted to also mention um, back on vitamin D, we have a podcast episode that delves into vitamin D in more detail. So I'll make sure that is linked in the podcast show notes. Um, And as I said, we've got that foods to boost immunity cheat sheet that you can download as 
well. We also have a podcast episode on antibiotics. Uh, if you want to learn more about how to help your kids recover if they need to take antibiotics, um, but also, you know, a bit more detail about that antibiotic cycle that I was referring to before. So let's move on to the natural treatments and how we can address ear infections more holistically in children. So first up is to identify any food allergies or sensitivities. So you don't have to do a heap of testing generally um, to you know, to be able to manage this. If you work with a practitioner, I mean, what we do here at Natural Super Kids is we do thorough case taking. As I said, there's little little hints and red flags as we're taking the case history of our clients that will tell us, hmm, you know, dairy's potentially an issue here. Maybe we should trial a period, um, you know, of dairy elimination and see how that goes. So, yeah, you can you can try and guess as a, as a parent, but it can be a bit tricky. So working with a practitioner can really help here. If your child has a history of allergies and a topic condition such as eczema, um, you know, an asthma and dust mite allergy or hay fever, those sorts of things, then it's likely that you know food allergies or sensitivities are contributing to their ear infections. So once the foods that the, the allergy foods or sensitivity foods are identified, you know, you yes, you want to remove them from your child's diet for a period of time, um, but you also want to work on improving that allergy tolerance through working on gut health and the immune system. And again, this is where that holistic approach comes in. It's not just a matter of removing that food from the diet forever more. It's a matter of, you know, optimizing that allergy tolerance so a child can tolerate that again sometime down the track, hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, the next thing you want to be thinking about is adding in immune boosting nutrients. As I said, um, the, the immune system is powered by nutrients, vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, um, and so many more. And incorporating them into the diet by focusing on more whole foods, less processed foods is a great starting point. If your child does experience recurrent ear infections, a supplement might be warranted, um, you know, a, a zinc and vitamin C supplement, for example, or a cod liver supplement that has omega-3 vitamin A and vitamin D. But it is really hard to give specific advice over a podcast format, obviously. Um, so they're just some, some supplements you might want to think about. But again, getting some advice through a practitioner is really helpful here. And if you've just got a quick question that you want answered. I just want to want to um, mention that we do have express consultations designed for that. Or you're looking for, you know, some immune boosting supplements for your child. They're this age. Um, you know, you just want some recommendations of some good quality ones, then you can book an express consultation and we can address that. It is quite different from our more um, you know, I guess holistic or um, initial appointment, treatment plan appointment, it, those express consults are designed for, you know, a quick question to be answered or, um, you know, for some recommendations for a particular supplement if you sort of know what's going on. It won't give us that opportunity to delve really deep into what might be going on and offer dietary advice as well. Probiotics can be really helpful in terms of um, supporting the immune system as well. 
Different strains do have different effects on the body, but the strain Lactobacillus rhamnosus, GG or LGG for short, is one of the best strains out there for balancing the immune system and optimizing the gut microbiome. So you could give that probiotic, a probiotic with the Lactobacillus rhamnosus strain in there a go as a way to get started. So we want to be identifying those food allergies or sensitivities, um, adding in immune boosting nutrients, both in the diet and potentially in supplement form as well. And then we can also look at natural topical treatments um, that can be really effective and great for ear infections as well. One of our really um, really popular home remedies in our Natural Super Kids Club that we share with our members is a garlic oil that you um, that you apply internally straight into the ear. There are definitely some some do's and don'ts with that. Um, so I'm not recommending that you go and kind of you know make your own garlic oil and and insert it. The one thing that you really need to be careful of is making sure that the eardrum is not perforated. We definitely don't want to be inserting anything into the ear if the eardrum is perforated. Um, but garlic oil and there's a herb called muline. Um, that comes in a, a, an oil form as well, M-U-L-L-E-I-N, um, that can be really effective for ear infections as well. So just as a, as a little side note, there are these kind of topical treatments that you can um, use within the ear uh, that can really help to address uh, ear infections as well. I really love the herb Eyebright, um, which has anti-catar properties. It reduces congestion in the ear and you, in the ear, not in the ear, in the ear. Um, and children can sip on an Eyebright tea or take it in a tincture form. Um, so that one, you know, generally I would recommend that you take that internally um, as a way to. Uh, you know, as part of the picture when it comes to um, addressing ear infections in children. So I hope that's helped you think a little bit differently about ear infections um, and some of the things that you can do to help. Don't forget our Foods to Boost Immunity Cheat Sheet uh, and get in touch with us via Instagram if you have any particular questions on this podcast episode. Um, we would love to help. Thank you so much for listening and I'll be back next week. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Head on over to our website, naturalsuperkids.com for the show notes for this episode, as well as a whole heap of inspiration to help you raise healthy and happy kids. I'll see you next week. Before you go, don't forget about my free online on-demand masterclass, Three Simple Ways to Naturally Boost Your Kid's Immunity to Avoid a Winter Full of Sickness. I'm sharing my practical tips on ways that you can strengthen your whole family's immune system to avoid the onslaught of winter infections so your family can stay healthy and well this winter. You can sign up at naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune.